Sochem Dafei, today's email comes to us from Rabbi Bernard David, from the original members of the Manchester Chabura, who joined us close to three years ago. And he writes, this morning's shir was absolutely brilliant. Bittu Chometz, Vidikas Chometz, the Aras of Taisvis and the Shittas Aran, all fantastically and expertly explained. Please welcome three new members to our Da family Chabura shir, amazing. Dr. Jeff Schreier, who's a local general practitioner, Rabbi Eliezer Wolfson, ex-Glasgow, Rav Emechanech, Mr. Shaya Halper, and we welcome them. Have a great day. Bernard David. Another email from Avi Mandelbaum. He welcomes three of his friends. Chaim Laufer, Danny Gilbert, who wrote me an email in learning. Thank you. And Steve Lauderdale. Welcome to the family, Reboi Said. Yesterday we were discussing where do we know that you burn Chometz Erev Pesach. And today we're going to discuss that and how do we know it's midday. So yesterday we started off by saying, Abayi goes on to prove that Rishon is referring to Erev Pesach. The Pesach says Bayoim, so it means during the day, not at night. But how do we know midday? Because Ach is Lechalik. Ach divides. Not in the beginning of the day, not at the end, but smack in the middle. The very Rebbe Shmuel says, second shot. Rishon is referring to the 14th of Nisan. Like the Pesach says, Barishon Baraba'asar. Third shot is Rebbe Nachman Yitzchak. When the Torah says, Harishon with the Hay, it's referring to before, not the first. Rather, the meaning of the word means before. Like the Pesach says, Harishon Adam, are you before Adam? Anytime it says Harishon, it comes to give us a drasha. The Pasuk says Harishon numerous times. It says once by the Isser Malacha of Pesach, Isser Malacha of Sukkot, and by Lulav. And Tyson points out, since all three of them are in the Parsha Samayuadis, Hamayuadis of the Chagim, therefore we darjan them together in the Torah. And the Gemara says that because we were Rishon, we were first. For these three things, Pesach, Sukkot, and Lulav, we were Zaycha to three things. We were Zaycha to destroy Esau, to the Binyan Beis Hamikdash, and Shmoy Shal Mashiach. Ravis has a fourth shot. Since it says in Pazil, you cannot check the carbon Pesach when you still have Chametz. And it's referring to the earliest time of Shkita's Pesach, the Zman Shkita, and that's midday. Rikita says, since Havara, lighting a fire, is the Av Melacha, so you cannot burn your chametz on Yantif. That would be awesome. Says Rava, we see from Rabbi Kiva three major halachas. First of all, you, you do be your chametz with fire. Second of all, you see what Rabbi Kiva holds in regard to the famous machlaikas in Masech the Shabbos. The Torah says, you shouldn't do 39 halachas. And then the Torah goes and picks Havara, lighting a fire. Why? One man over says, it's come to tell us, to tell us that Lighting a fire is different than all the 39 malachas. You don't get skila for it. It's a lav. Or lechalik yatsas. And we see over here the Rebbe Kiva holds lechalik yatsas that Havara comes to teach us that each and every one of the 39 malachas is his own malacha and you have to bring a carbon. If you did 39 malachas on Shabbos, you bring 39 garbanas. From the fact that Rebbe Kiva says av malacha, you see that he holds that it's a real, true malacha. And finally he says, you see from Rebbe Kiva, you don't say the concept of hayo. Since. Since you can make a fire on Yantif to cook food, so you could also make a fire in another place to burn the chametz. You don't say since. Rabbi Yossi says the sixth and final pshat, similar to the pshat we had earlier, but in the reverse. The word ach is l'chali, to divide the day in half. You can eat chametz in the first part, and the second part you have to burn the chametz. Maybe you should burn chametz on Yantif itself on the 14th at night. We say a hekish, like we said yesterday. Burning of the chametz has a hekish to chametz. 
and chametz is a hekesh to matzah, and that's at night, so it's usher to have the chametz at night. When the Pazik says, even though you could actually see the chametz, it gives you a heter that if it's not your chametz, the guy brings it to your house, you could keep it there. But the Torah says twice, and we learn from the second time that if the guy is under your control, you cannot accept from him a pekadain. If you have a chrayis, you're taking responsibility. It's as if it's yours. And it's also for you to bury the chametz. Burying is not, a, is not a good way out of it. Even if you put it in a pit, it's still also to have the chametz. Gemar gives Xerah Shava. We have two words that are exactly the same. And it teaches us. So just like you have Yisurim when the chametz is in your house, so too when it's not in your house, anywhere outside of your house, if it's your chametz, you are chayv. There's a concept called davar hagarim lamamon kemamon or lav kemamon. Meaning, this chametz, if someone were to take it away from you, let's say you owe, you stole somebody's chametz, you could just go back and give him that chametz. Even though it's asr ba'ana, you say, this is yours. If somebody takes it away from you, steals it from you, now he just caused you a loss. Because you have to go and replace that chametz. That's davar hagarim lamamon. So, if you hold lav mamay, it doesn't have any monetary value. That is to say, that the doesn't make the chametz money. It's not. It's not worth anything. It doesn't have any value. So therefore, the question is, why would you be chayiv for chametz? And the answer is because the Torah says lo It's a riboy that you're chayiv even in such a situation. Have a wonderful day.